Well, good morning and welcome to Local Matters. Uh, we are honored today to talk about education matters with Dr. Leslie Eldridge, who is a CTE supervisor for Putnam County Schools, and Leah Burnett and Rhonda England Chaffin, who are academic career coaches in the Putnam County School System. Uh, we're excited to have all three of you here. I know we've got some exciting news to talk about, but also just you're doing important work, and it's it's good to see you. And uh, Leslie, good to have you back. I think Thank about you. a year ago you were you were here too. So let's get to know each of you just a little bit. Um, the listeners may not know much about you, so Dr. Eldridge, why don't you start? And uh, you've been on the show before, but tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay, I'll be happy to. I know this is a recap, but again, I have been in education for about 19 years now. Um, worked in CTE many of those 19 years through counseling work, uh, CTE director work, and also worked at the State Department for a couple years as CTE core consultant at our uh, core office here in Cookville. So uh, as you can tell, I have a passion for what I do in CTE and, and providing opportunities to our students. And the ladies that I have with me here today are a big part of our CTE team in, in Putnam County Schools with um, Leah and Rhonda being our academic career coaches. I know that they're going to talk a little bit about themselves, but they won't brag on themselves, so I'm going to for them. Uh, like I said, they are instrumental in everything that we do, uh, providing opportunities to students throughout our CTE programs, and we'll get into the details of those things today. So again, thank you for having us. Oh, we're delighted that you're uh, here. And Leah, how long have you been in education? And uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Um, I started education about 15 years ago as a school counselor. I um, was an administrator for three years and then excited to be a part of the career and technical education as an academic career coach. Well, it's an exciting time. And Rhonda, I know you and I have worked together on the, the Highlands Workforce Development Team for years, but tell everybody a little bit about your background. Well, I do not have um, a background in education. Technically, both of my parents were educators, and I had no interest in that. So I've had lots of different jobs, but the way that I got into this was I worked um, at the Chamber of Commerce in workforce development. Um, I found that I really enjoyed the work, and then when this job came up, I really I thought I was a good fit. I was, and I love it. So. Yeah, my uh, mother was an educator, too, and I swore I would never do that right. <laughs> that work. And uh, it's amazing how the, the the world just sort of takes you places you didn't think you were going. That's right. Well, and I will add that I had Rhonda's dad at, at Tennessee Tech as an educator. He was one of my professors, and he was an amazing teacher. So she had a good good example set for her in education. How about that? Tell everybody who your dad was. Um, he was Dr. Danny Higdon, and he was in elementary ed. Yeah, and we won't talk about Danny, but <laughs> <laughs> he was awesome. He was a great professor, no Thank question. Thank you for saying so. No question. He was. Well, um, Let's talk a little bit about career coaching and about CTE. Now, for our listeners, CTE stands for Career and Technical Education. And uh, we've got some exciting news in that. I uh, have received a new new grant. Leslie, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the grant, and then uh, we'll, we'll get into more of the details of what CTE is all about. Okay, I'll be happy to. So um, as you probably have heard, Governor Bill Lee is 
proposing an investment for all our public high schools as well as middle schools across the state of Tennessee to ensure that our students are better prepared for their future starting very early. So he has proposed a million dollars for each high school, $500,000 for each middle school, and then $500,000 for our combo schools being 6 through 12 or 7 through 12 in our case for Monterey High School. So we're getting um, $4.5 million in our Putnam County school system to implement uh, new CTE programs, to expand our CTE programs, and to provide so many more opportunities for students when it comes to career awareness, career exploration, and that career advisement piece that our students need. So that's just... um, a little bit about the innovative school model. We're very excited to roll this out this year. We uh, did have an approved application just recently uh, in November, so we're ready to hit the ground running to start implementing our plan. And um, like I said, Leah and Rhonda have been instrumental in all of those things and and getting things started with our career awareness and our career exploration in the middle school grades. Well, career awareness and career planning is just vital in the school system, isn't it? And it gives students a sense of why they're taking courses. Sometimes I had a couple Mm -hmm. courses where I wasn't really sure why I needed to study Joffrey Chaucer, but Mm -hmm. I did and I can still quote him. So (laughs) it stuck, whatever it was. Well, Well, and and that's exactly right. We have so many opportunities right now in our middle schools. We have uh, STEM in all of our middle schools. We have broadcasting in our middle schools. Uh, We have STEM as it relates to an agriculture base in our middle schools, school-based enterprise, even intro to social health in some of our middle schools. So we want to, you know, expand those for our middle school students, but we also want to give our middle school students the opportunity to see what we're doing at the high school level. And I know that we talked last time I was here about, you know, the state offers 16 different career clusters, and within those clusters, there's several different pathways that you can choose. Well, for a student to come into high school and know, you know, what those 30-some-odd pathways are is really hard. So we, we want to really drill down into the, the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade and expose those students to everything that we have available to them at the high school level and then go beyond that piece and look at the advisement piece and say, here's what you can do with your high school programs and here's the post-secondary that, that uh, you know, you can have that seamless transition with. So, Leah, you've been involved in this now for, for quite some time and you were in on the planning. Um, what, what's it going to mean for the the typical middle school student? As with any middle school student, they really don't know what they don't know, but they think they know. And so part of our role as academic career coach is to expose them to the 16 career clusters and then talk about the needs that we have within our own community. And within our three high schools, we can show them what programs of study we offer. And our goal is to align that so seamlessly from middle school, mm-hmm. high school, and then post-secondary. So that is what Rhonda and I really work with, the middle school and align it to the high school and then link them past that with post-secondary. And that post-secondary may involve the world of work. Correct. Or it may involve um, a, a college of applied technology or a community college or 
a university like Tennessee Tech. Correct. And we, we also, when we're working with the middle school students, we have to involve the parents because oftentimes the parents are very rigid in their thinking, just as I was until really being exposed to CTE, that we think every student to be able to be successful has to attend a four-year school. Well, we're learning that that is not the That's case. Right. So this is very important. Not only are we educating the students, we're educating the parents in the community as well. Well, that's great. And so, Rhonda, um, a, a typical day for that student, how do they interact with a career coach? When do they see the career coaches? So we try to schedule it um, so that we, we get in there a couple of times a year. We really focus on eighth graders because in the spring they're going to be making their schedule for ninth grade. In their, in their high school career. So I do some assessments on, on a platform that we've purchased, and it just sort of lets them, um, you know, answer some questions, and it divides some of their answers into career clusters, as in ag and marketing or, or um, manufacturing. But then we also do some things and kind of expand on not just the subject, but maybe the work environment, whether you like to work inside or outside. Um, what does it look like for you in the future? So we try to cover all of that so they can be thinking about it. It sounds like a lot of pressure on them. And I always tell them, we're not, we're not making you decide for the rest of your life. But you need to be thinking about it because these are your options next year. And you need to be choosing when you sit down with that counselor. It's important to start doing that early. I, I know um, I've worked with, with Boy Scouts particularly, but, but students in general who early in their career think they want to be a medical doctor or a nurse or something. And but they really don't like blood, right? and that just somehow doesn't fit. The earlier they find that out, the more options they still have available. Well, this is exciting. Will every school in Putnam County, every middle school and high school, have some role to play in this? Yes, they will. And um, what we've been doing the past, I guess, about eight months now is meeting with our stakeholders, bringing our principals to the table, bringing, um, you know, those leaders of our district to the table to, to look at different things we'd like to implement. Also getting input from our, our chamber and our, our community partners, as well as our CTE teachers. So really just gathering a lot of information the past eight months to see what would be best for our students, what would look best in each school, because we, we all know that each school is very different and they own, they all have their own culture. So we've really been intentional on setting down with those school leaders and the CTE personnel and seeing what would be best. So, yes, every school will play a role in this. Um, school leaders play a huge role in this, and, and they're going to be vital to what we're doing in our new CTE programs. And I know you work with industry enough that there will be industry leaders involved, too. Absolutely. And, and anytime I say community, I, I always you know, I guess that that's just an assumption that we're bringing those business and industry leaders in as well. And hospital leaders in yes. every aspect of the career. Every aspect of the career. And, and that's something that the chamber really is um, so important to us in education as they, they pull in all of those pieces for us. And we work very closely with the chamber, uh, Amy New and Adam Poe. Um, uh, let's see, Matt Billings is new there. Um yeah, that's the yeah. Absolutely. So we work very closely with them, and, and we recently just set up a, a job fair with them that they had organized, and our, our high school students went over to the Leslie Town Center. There were so many different vendors and businesses set up there that our students could go to and get information and even hand them a resume. 
So we work very closely with them and our business and industry partners. And I was there as part of the last few minutes of that job fair, and everybody said it was a home run. Yes, it, it was. it really did well. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a quick break, talk some more about career and technical education and about this new innovative schools program and grant. We'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking about an exciting expansion of programs in the Putnam County School System. And we're talking with Leslie Eldridge and Leah Burnett and Rhonda England Chaffin. And, and we're talking about career and technical education. And Leslie, I guess it was you that talked about the $4.5 million of funds that are part of this grant. Tell us a little bit about how those funds will be used and what the impact will be in the schools. Okay. Sure, I'd, I'd be happy to. So we've, again, we've worked closely with the chamber, looking at our stakeholders, our business and industry partners to see what we need in our community, what what jobs are uh, in demand and high skilled that our students need to be prepared for when they come out of high school. So one program that we have implemented at Cookville High School, brand new this year, is their emergency medical services. We have a brand new teacher, a brand new program there that he has hit the ground running on, and he is straight from the industry. He's worked uh, in that industry for almost 20 years now, so he is very excited to get those students down that that pathway and get them, you know, ready to go to work with a certification once they they graduate high school. Um, also, looking at Monterey High School, we have implemented a new program there, the first one in Putnam County, which is criminal justice. Again, working with our business and industry partners to see that we have a high need for that. You know, the um, the jobs are out there for, uh, you know, pathways in that area. Yeah. So, and again, this gentleman has been in the industry for several years, so he is excited to get these kids ready for for that pathway. And and um, mentioning both emergency medical services and criminal justice, we have certificate programs that we are partnering with Vol State on. So those students can also have a certificate from Vol State once they graduate high school. So that's kind of a long-term big vision for those two programs. And uh, at Cookville High School and Upper Menbos, we are adding uh, two new work-based learning teachers. We Again, we want to have our students ready uh, to go to work if that's what they choose to do after high school. So really exposing them to all different career opportunities, even if they want to go on to a post-secondary or a TCAT or a community college, having those work experiences, it may be job shadowing in some cases. 
So we, we felt like that was a necessity to bring uh, two new work-based learning teachers on board. So that's just a few things that we're rolling out the first year. Uh, Long term, we also want to have a greenhouse at Monterey High School. We have a strong agriculture program Mm -hmm. there. So we want to expand in horticulture at Monterey High School. Um, Also at Upperman, we're looking to build a livestock barn. We, We brought another ag teacher on board at Upperman this year. Very strong teacher, very excited about the direction of that program. So, again, those two things um, being construction, we will have opportunities for students to work during the summer months to even get high school credit during the summer months. Well, that's exciting. You've got um, a a wide range of possibilities there. So that's that's great. Well, speaking of a wide range, let's talk a little bit about all of the career pathways that you've got or that we have here in Putnam County. Truly, there is um, something there that ought to interest every student one way or another. Tell us about some of those pathways. Well, um, I think that we we talked about this last year, but I will mention this again. The, the Tennessee Department of Education offers 16 career clusters. Within those clusters, there are pathways that students can go into. So here in Putnam County, we offer all 16 clusters between all three high schools. So that's something that we are very proud of, something that that we feel like our students have uh, a lot of exposure to in deciding what they want to do when they grow up. Uh, But the pathway or the cluster at Upperman might not be the same pathway as as they would see at Monterey or at at Cookville High. That is exactly right. For example, at Upperman, we have a supply chain management pathway that we don't have anywhere else. And I mentioned criminal justice at Monterey. We don't have that anywhere else. Um, At Cookville High School, there's several things that we have there that, that are not at Monterey or Upperman just because of the number of students. We have mechatronics. We have robotics at Cookville High School. Um, we have cybersecurity. So there's a lot of different unique programs at each high school. And that that is really great. I know at up, Upperman, they're perhaps the closest to Academy Sports and Outdoors Distribution Center, a perfect supply chain management uh, springboard into that. And certainly the uh, the mechatronics and the the forensics and computer science programs at at Cookville High, those teams have done some some great things and been part of uh, competitions all over the southeast. So those those are really really good programs. Uh, what are some of the others, Leah? What kind of programs might also be around that we haven't talked about? I think one of the big needs that we have within our community is in the education field. So at um, our schools, we have teaching as a profession. So it's important that within our school systems, we recruit and show the value behind education. So what better way to do that with our own students? So that is a big push that we also have at the state and within our district. Um, Other program of studies that both Cookville High School and Upperman offer is audiovisual production. Um, That might be of interest here. Um, Our students love that and getting hands-on experience in that in that area. And we have a need in that. Um, Another thing is health science. We're big within our community is the health science. Um, We have that at all three of our high schools. Um, Many of these program of studies that we have within our levels, we have 
offer four levels and majority of those are dual enrollment classes Mm -hmm. so they are able to get credit in post-secondary so that's something very important that we want our students to have while they are in high school so that fear of going to post-secondary is no longer intimidating they've already left um, high school with that experience and they've seen that they can do that post-secondary stuff Correct. And if they're first year college students, then they get the support within people that they know to help them do baby steps and be successful. And I know these um, these programs, you mentioned certificates that go with some of them, and those can become stackable credentials at a, uh, a community college or at, at TCAT. And a lot of those transfer right on to Tennessee Tech into some programs anyway. Correct. And we offer many industry credentials, as you said that, um, whether it's OSHA 10 or uh, cosmetology license, um, CPR, CNA, all sorts of things we offer also. We want our students to get the real-life experience that they need to springboard what they do after graduation. Well, the, the programs are, are targeted in areas that are just so important to Cookville and in Putnam County. Cookville Regional Medical Center is the biggest employer in the region, and you've got the health care and health pathways uh, curriculum in place to help them and the many other providers that are that are in that field. So just a, a lot of good thinking has gone into these. And um, now I know we also, we skipped by this one a little bit in our first session, but there's a very active building trades program also. Cookville High has had one for years, mm-hmm. but was it Monterey that had, had the mm-hmm. other one at this point? Yeah, and Upperman also they, has a strong three. one. Yes. Great. Yes. And, and actually, White is, Plains Academy has one and as White well Plains, now. Great. I, that's right. I knew that, it, mm-hmm. that, that White Plains was doing that. And that, uh, that certainly fits the Putnam County economy uh, very, very well. Well, it's exciting that, that we've got these programs going on. We're going to take another short break, and then we will come back and maybe go through these pathways and talk about a little bit about the career opportunities that are there and some of the things they would study in that or experiences they would have in that particular pathway. This is Local Matters. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking to Rhonda England Chaffin, uh, Leah Burnett, and Leslie Eldridge about career and technical education, and particularly about the new innovative school grant that Putnam County has received, and about the career clusters and pathways that are available in the middle schools and, and high schools, and just a lot of exciting things going on. Rhonda, these programs, many of them at least offer a chance for what people call work-based learning, where people can actually get their hands dirty, actually get out in the work environment. Tell us a little bit about that. So uh, you'll hear a lot um, in the future about apprenticeships. Um, That is part of work-based learning. But a lot of our students, it's just basically an internship. Some of them are paid. Some of them are not paid. And um, we try to find out from the student what their interest is and perhaps what their program of study is and then place them somewhere. And that gives them just a sample of what it would be like to work in that environment. Sometimes it's really positive and it confirms what they thought they wanted to do. And often it is not. And they, they know now they don't want to do that, which is good 
because um, they didn't spend the time and money learning a craft that they don't have an interest in. So we do have a lot of great placements within um, within our community because everybody's experiencing the same thing. We need workers, and we need skilled workers. So they are willing to take people on, some, again, paid and not paid, but just to get them in there in the work environment to just get a taste of what it would be like. Um, the students love it. They usually leave school early. They get credit for it. They get to go to work, and then the employers benefit because they get to train some some younger people, hopefully to maybe keep them or to hire them later. And workplace learning or work-based learning can can happen in high school. I know we've got some labor laws that we have to be sensitive with with younger folks, but certainly in high school and and in college, whether it's called co-op or other kinds of internships, it certainly changed my career. That uh, I worked at Kennedy Space Center while I was in school and changed my major because of it. It can have a big effect on where you go in life. It's a great, great program. What are some of the other um, kinds of experiences that you're talking to students about? What kind of other pathways are you We have a lot of about? engineering students that... that would like to or think they would like to. Um, so you're talking about STEM mm-hmm. and about advanced manufacturing? Mm-hmm. And, and then to get them in there, it's, it helps them see. Some of them will find out that they're working behind a computer, and that's not what they wanted to do, but they didn't understand that. Um, we have health science students that can go to the hospitals and the nursing mm-hmm. homes or even work with the nurse at the school level, and that helps with their CNAs and their clinicals and, and the nursing students. But we place kids in welding positions, advanced manufacturing, accounting, um, you name it. We we just knock on doors and ask if they're interested in, in taking a student so that we can get them. Can you think of some others that yeah. we've had? Veterinary science yeah. is a big one. A lot of our students are interested in that. Um, we have one at the airport right now, TWRA, many fast food restaurants, but that's teaching professional skills. And, you know, sometimes when we go and do evaluations, these aren't the students that necessarily are on time to school but then when you go and do an evaluation with that employer and they say oh my gosh i love so and so because he is yes Yes. and so this it's amazing what we can do with this work-based learning because we can really go off what a kid likes i think i ran into one of them at a a game check station a couple of weeks ago i bagged a a deer and was checking it in and there was a very young man helping check the um, Uh, the age of that deer, and I just thought at the time, I'll bet he's somehow tagging in with one of the officers here today. So it's a great experience for them, no matter what their career interest might be. Yes, and we're always looking for other employers that are interested in um, our work-based learning students, so that is always an option to reach out to us. So let's go ahead and do a little uh, commercial on that. Those employers, they can talk to the chamber and the chamber can put them in connection with with you folks, or they can go directly to uh, to your office, correct? Yes, sir, they can. They just call the, the county school system? They and can. Then... They can um, call central office and talk to Dr. Eldridge. Um, typically, Rhonda and I are the ones that help do the placements, but we're happy, and we, we are always looking for community partners because we can live in our education bubble, but we need right. our community's input on what we need. Um, and without that we're not relevant to our community. That voice of experience really does pay off for those students. That's great. And uh, we talked about STEM or science and technology, engineering and math. Uh, Often students um, 
think about a career and think they want to, um, well, engineering's an example of some folks think of that as driving a train. So, you know, that is a possible role in, in, in as an engineer, but most people don't think about, well, boy, I really don't like math, but math is probably going to be important to me if I'm going to study engineering. But I can go to work at a Ficosa or at Portobello's new plant or any of the others, and all of a sudden uh, there are plenty of jobs there that are advanced manufacturing jobs, but don't necessarily require all that math that Tennessee Tech might require. So a lot of opportunities. We just have to help them find the find the right one. Well, you mentioned health sciences. Uh, that's a big one. Teaching as a profession is one that's emerged fairly recently. We know there's a national shortage of teachers. What are we doing locally? I know Putnam County can use more teachers and teacher aides, and so can all the other counties. So it's a great career field, isn't it? It is, and we're trying to be creative on how we uh, we sell this program to our students and how we um, gain interest from our students to say, this is a great career. So, you know, just implementing small things at, um, into those programs at, at certain high schools, we're trying to be creative as far as bringing the coaching aspect into teaching. A lot of, a lot of kids love to um, play sports, and mm. they may have that desire to coach and teach. Of course, teaching is our, is our priority there, and then the coaching is the, the supplement to that, and that's the message that we send to our students. But gaining their interest that way has been critical in recruitment in that pathway and trying to get more students interested in that profession. And uh, we are seeing success in that, so we'll continue to offer that program to, to, um, to add that coaching aspect to it. And you mentioned criminal justice. That's one folks would not think about necessarily, but a lot of different kind of of uh, jobs available in that. There, there are several different jobs related to criminal justice. And, you know, you could look at the investigative side. You could look at the police work side, the forensic side of it. And our teacher that is teaching that at Monterey has a wide variety of experience that he brings to the table. Of course, he is not an educator. He is um, coming to us as, as someone from that industry. So he has the knowledge of that industry and all the different directions the students can can go. So, you know, that's that's something that we we um, take pride in in CTE. We don't only have educators in CTE. We have educators from the industry that bring that skill set to the table and really hone in on those skills for the students as well. Bring a voice of experience. Into Absolutely. The, the real field. And yes. that, um, students really respect that. They do. And, and they listen because that's experience talking. So you mentioned that uh, this grant is rolling out as we um, as we speak, but there will be other years uh, beyond this year. Talk a little bit about the future and about how this steps forward. So with the Innovative School uh, Model Grant, it is not something that we're going to spend in our year one, in the first six months. So the state has given us four years to expand this $4.5 million. So we, we are being very strategic in how we roll this out to make this last as long as we can make it last. We do have several things in, in place moving forward. We'd like to implement more programs at all three high schools, um, bringing cosmetology to Upperman High School, bringing automotive to Upperman High School, possibly looking at uh, more health science opportunities at Monterey, 
more agriculture opportunities in Monterey where there are greenhouse being built, and then even looking at an aviation possibility at Cookville High School. So really just trying to give their students more opportunities as it relates to what our business and industry needs. Of course, that can change uh, from year to year. So we're, again, being strategic in how we roll that out and looking at what the needs are in one year or two years and even four years down the road. So we're very excited about all the possibilities and then uh, really implementing that career piece in our middle schools to expose those students to everything that is possible to them. You know, Rhonda and Leah talked a lot of today about getting students interested in things early, and that's really our focus with their, our middle school money is to help expose our students to everything possible, not only in the career but post-secondary, whether it be a certificate program, whether it be a community college a TCAT or a university. So really helping them understand what's available to them. Well, that is so great. Uh, talk a moment about how parents and guardians can help you in this process. How can they encourage their students? Well, I will say that uh, Mr. King and Mr. Martin, our, our leaders of the Putnam County School System, are very vocal about making sure our parents are aware what their students have available to them. So and that, you know, that's something that we're rolling out in our middle school is making sure that when we communicate these things to our students, they're also taking these things home to their parents. We're having those those parent nights in middle school early to help parents understand, you know, what is available to my student, not only post-secondary, but, you know, high school. What can they do in the ninth grade and, and starting quick? Um, so that's something that our leaders in, in this county are are very passionate about is bringing the families in, bringing the parents in, and and helping them understand everything out there because it is it is overwhelming to us as educators. I can only imagine to parents who who go to work from eight to five every day. So, you know, just making our our communication as clear as possible to our families and our parents and our students is something that is a priority to this district and the leaders in this district. Well, you've got an exciting program going on here, and we'll. Um We'll look forward to having you back sometime in the future to to talk about all the new things that are that are going to be part of the program. Leah and Rhonda and Leslie, thank you so much for being part of of this program today, and thanks for the great work you're doing in in the county school system. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much for having us. Great to see you. You too.